0: Hey, guys. Gotti Jr. here. Um, so a few weeks ago, we lose an absolute legend in this industry, in Brian Kinwald. And like everyone else, when I heard the news, I was completely shocked. And uh, it was unreal and very sad. And it settles in, and you start thinking about the memories of Kinwald, You know, as a racer growing up through the late 80s through the 90s, you know, it, it was all about Brian. I mean, you'd op- open up RC Car Action, and you know you had the associate and then Lowcy and Trinity ads. I mean, Brian was everywhere. You know, and and he was dominating these races back then. You know, look at the results. Kenwald was on top, and um, yeah, it was it was um it was just an amazing time. And I think you know, and I asked Jason this on the show, and he backed it up. But I like. I, you know, I'm not at these tracks today, but I, I'm sure, you know, Mayfields and the Cavaliers and the Rifkins, they're getting the, the pro treatment. But I think it was a little bit different back then because that's all we had was RC Correction. Today, you got the internet and social media. I mean, these guys have their own Facebook Live videos. You can ask them questions directly. You can get answers right away from them. I think you feel more connected and more, you know, than you did, did back then. So when, you know... You know, so we only had those photos in the magazine. So when we went to a race, you know, it was unreal. So, you know, I was thinking about when I first saw Ken Walden and, and you guys know, I always find a way to get the 96 nationals into our episodes, but it's true. I mean, for me, it was the 96 nationals, the roar nationals. I mean, here's a race that it always seemed like it was either out West or way down South somewhere, never on East coast, let alone, you know, in Pennsylvania, I mean, a few hours down the road from me. Are you kidding me? I mean, I was going to that race no matter what. And so when you, you know, back then when you get to the race, you know, here's these guys, these pros from the West Coast in real life in front of you. That's an amazing experience. And, you know, for me, I, I become starstruck. I, I mark out easily. But, you know, I'll admit that. But, <laughs> but um, you know, again... We only had photos, and now they're in front of you. And there's Brian Kenwald, and he had that double X4 prototype. And and, and uh, we're going to do an episode next week dedicating to Brian. And, you know, of course, we're going to get Jason on a show. He's just been really busy with his racing and, you know, the race schedule, and they have Silver States coming up this weekend. So the whole JC crew's there. So best of luck to those guys. And then we also want to get Kirby back on. So we want to get the band back together for that episode for sure. And uh, hopefully we're going to be doing that next week for you. But I just wanted to jump on here and let you guys know that. And plus, um, and, and plus we reached out to you guys. I mean, we we went on Facebook and we said, hey, look, if you have any cool stories of Kenwald, give us a call and, and, and you know leave a message on our voicemail, and I can insert that into that episode. I think that would be really cool to have that on there. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, you can call our voicemail. It's 570-554-0877. And um and give us a cool story you may have. Or, or you know, it's a three minute time limit, but I'm sure that's enough more than enough time. But uh you call us up with a story or give your condolences. I think it'd be really nice to insert that into the show. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so there's Brian, you know, with that double X4 prototype, so much buzz about that car back then. And, you know, Brian when he would go to practice with that car, I mean You know, you would see the the sea of people around them, his entourage or whatever, around him. I mean, you couldn't see Brian because he was small, but, I mean, you knew where he was at all times because you would see these people just, you know, go to the driver's stand, and then there's Brian going up to the driver's stand and practicing with the car um, to see that run around, and everybody, you you couldn't find a spot around the track to watch him. And everybody's taking photos and videos and, and and then he'd come off the driver's stand and the people would surround him again and they'd go right back to the pits. And, you know, they were trying to catch a glimpse of that car, but, you know, Losi Jr. and Pops, they they had that all, you know, as soon as he pulled it off, that was covered. And you go back to the pits and he'd be there wrenching and people would be watching him. And, um, you know, and people would be asking him questions about the setups and stuff. And, you know, I saw him work on a kid's car, just the camber, and then he even at one point towards somebody's shocks apart for him and helped him out with that. I mean, that's just how Brian was. I mean, you know, he seemed shy and stuff, but if you approached him with a question, you know, Brian was going to answer it and he was going to help you the best he can. And um, so, yeah, I mean, so that was a cool moment and, you know, and Brian gave me an autograph and I got to spoke to him briefly and then I just backed up and watched, you know, just watch him wrench like everyone else was doing. But you know, I got there and I was just like, "Wow, man, this is awesome!" I didn't care about racing; I just wanted to see the pros. And uh, and and then Kirby, who I I knew of, of course, but I didn't know him personally back then. But here's Kirby, a pro himself in the oval scene. He's 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 at this race, running around getting autographs on the RC legend cards. So and, and we'll have Kirby on the show; he could tell his stories. But but he's there getting the autographs too. I mean, it was just that special of a moment for had these guys on East coast and um, so yeah, seeing Ken Wald run and, and getting a chance to see him race and just that whole weekend there was just awesome. And I'm so glad I went to it and had a chance to meet him there. So um, and I have a, I have a couple other stories. Well, I guess I, I'll tell mine and let the other guys tell theirs then and give them time. But so, and then after that, I can't remember when it was, but it was not that long after that. Within that year, you know, ninety six, ninety seven. Um, I was with my good friend Brian Roder, um, and Brian still, you know, some of you listeners may know Roder. He's out there racing to this day, and he's he's really good. I mean, we raced locally together, you know, when I was growing up, and and then he just surpassed me when he, you know, he started branching out to these other races and just really got knowledgeable on RC and just became an excellent racer. And right now he's, you know, he's still out there. He's my age or a little bit older than me. And he's out there, uh, uh racing for Jade concepts and stuff and, uh, and serpent. But, um, yeah, so we're at a race and, and Kenwald was at this race also. And, and, and we're back at the hotel and, you know, the hotels how they are. You, everybody has their doors open. You can hear the motors and the Dremels running and, uh, um and everybody's out in the hallways and stuff and anyway so rotor's talking to somebody that's part of kenwald's crew and, and uh rotor needed something and they, and the dude's like hey when are you come back to our room we got it you know no worries so you know, i was like wow you know me i, I don't think rotor cared but you know i think rotor was just like right, whatever yeah sure and i was like wait a minute we're going to kenwald's room <laughs> you know what i mean this is crazy uh, so we go we go in and it's like you know uh, RC racer's dream I mean you had parts everywhere cars everywhere tires batteries turbo 30s all over the place and and then you have and you have Kinwald you know he's on the bed there and he's tearing apart a car and he had parts all over his bed car parts everywhere and he's working on stuff and everybody someone else is working on stuff and and um you know and he's just talking to us like we're one of, part of his crew and I was just that was awesome. I mean, I couldn't believe it. So within, uh, you know, a year of each other, 96, 97, I got to see Brian twice. And then little did I know that, you know, I'd be working at Trinity a year after that. And, um, you know, that was a real special time to be there working at Trinity when, when Kenwald was dominating and, you know, and you took a lot of pride in that, like, you know, you know, Kenwald would be, you know, he'd win a race somewhere on a weekend and you know how the, uh, you know how the saying is like you you win on Sunday it sells on Monday well you know that was absolutely true like we were able to get on those phones Monday morning and say well hey Kenwald, use this part or whatever this weekend and dominated and then the hobby shop would be like yeah well I ordered you know give me those give me a dozen of those give me a dozen of that you know it's like you couldn't keep that the 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 team Kenwall line you cannot keep in stock I mean it just flew out the doors and um. A funny thing is I remember when, you know, in RC, I don't know, in RC apparel doesn't seem to really move that great. And um, so back then we, you know, we had the Trinity shirts and stuff and we'd sell them, a good amount of them. And then we had the Kenwald shirts. And, you know, and there was a, a shirt in particular that had his photo on it. And, and I have it and I'll take a photo of it and put it on our Facebook page with that episode we're going to do next week for Kenwald. But, um. I I remember the shirt, you know, his photo was on the front, had his face on the front and on the back, it had him with a broom and he had a car, he had these cars sweeped up and you know, he TQ'd and one, he TQ'd three times, one, all three classes and it said clean sweep or sweep or whatever. And I remember Brian talking to him on the phone. He, he, he didn't really, you know how it is, I guess when you have your face on a shirt or something, he was just like, ah, oh, come on guys, really? You know, like, <laughs> but, um, that shirt, you know, our first initial shipment went right out the door. I mean, people just, the hobby shops just ordered them and they sold them. I mean, it was just, that's what Kinwald did. That's that's the effect that Kinwald had. And, you know, absolute rock star. And, and it was really cool to be a part of that at Trinity. And, and then I told the story once before on, on the podcast, but we were in Cleveland indoor championships race and, you know, Trinity, we had a booth there and we're selling stuff and Kinwald was there. So, you know, and at Cleveland, I'm sure you got some of you guys listening have been at Cleveland, you know, you'd sit up in your hotel room. You could tell on the TV when your race was up next. So you'd walk down, race and then go back up. So there was a, you know, you didn't have a big window there to, you know, approach Kenwald with something or whatever. So we're selling, you know, I had these Trinity hats there they're brand new Trinity hats. And it goes back to my story about apparel, apparel moves, but not as probably as great as you want it to move. So I would have people come up to me and say, Hey, can you know, cause they, they had that again, the window to, to see these guys was very small and you didn't really want to bother them much when they're on their way to the track. So I had these guys, you know, they say, Hey, can you get Ken to autograph the autograph this for me? And then I'll pick it up later or whatever. So I had a few hats. I got them autographed and the people bought them right away. I was like, wow, this is crazy. And I remember Wald coming through and he looked over and he said, he said, just give me those bag of hats. And I give him a bag. Of, I don't know how many was in there, but there was quite a few in there. And he takes it up to the room with him, And um, he autographs the lids and he brings them back down to me. Like he didn't have a race coming up. He He took the time to actually just come back down and bring them down to me when he was done with them. And we put those hats out, and they sold right out like that completely. And that and the unsigned hats were still—I still had a few of those left over. But the Kenwall hats that were autographed sold. Them. You know, and again, the whole Kenwall effect. I mean, that's what he was, and just—it's um, a big loss to the industry. I mean, he was very active, um, even now, and you know, working with Jason. He had that dirt product line. And, you know, and he was a, you know, we, we posted photos on here on our Facebook page of some of the parts that he made and some of the cool things that he made and anodizing he did. And the guy was just amazing for, you know, just, he would think of something to make it. It was really cool what he did. And, uh, yeah, I mean, and you know, and I'm sure these guys today would still talk to him and pick his brain about certain things and he'd give him advice or whatever. And, you know, I think, you know, it's just, it's just a sad It's just very sad, and uh, he's going to be missed greatly. And so, yeah, we definitely want to dedicate the next episode to him. And, again, we want to get you guys involved, so please, um, you know, like I said, call that voicemail line, um, leave a message. Uh, Again, it's 570-554-0877, and, yeah, give us a cool story or just send your condolences. That would be really cool. But, yeah, there's briefly my story. Um, that I, you know, when I crossed paths with Kenwald and that was, it was really awesome. Yeah. So rest in peace, Brian. And uh, he's going to be greatly missed and, but never forgotten. That's for sure. So, all right, guys, we will catch you on the next show. And uh, like I said, we will be doing that with Jason and Kirby and, and hopefully get you guys involved also. So, all right, guys. We are out. We will see you later.